Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Welcome to the platform where the intention is to help you live your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Watkins. Together, let's raise our vibrations and awareness in order for you to live the raw life that was meant for you. Welcome back to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. It was fun to see the food creations that you came up with last week. Please continue to share. The food we take in is all part of this system and cycle of our physical and energetic bodies we are in. If something in the cycle is not working for us or feels off, this is an easy and great place to start. Take a look at what you're eating. The food we take in connects us on so many levels. We sit down with friends. It helps our physical body create the energy that we need to sustain us for the day and just allows us to have this overall sense of physical well-being. Just as we humans are interconnected, food can connect us, bring us together, as well as it's a significant part of our lives, not only for survival, but for our quality of life. Right now, I am sitting in my living room. It is slowly snowing outside, just little gentle flakes are falling, and I'm looking over at the beautiful reservoir that is outside of our house. We are really finding a good rhythm as our lives have been turned upside down. The boys and I have really gotten into a good routine here with school and work and getting outside and having some fun. Uh, Isaac just left this morning. He was home for three whole days. It was amazing to have him home and have our family unit put back together for a little bit. In today's show, we continue on with part three of our five-part series where we are discussing the major aspects of the physical health component of the wellness wheel. Today, it is all about rest and sleep. Oh, precious sleep. I love to sleep. Our circadian rhythm is so vital to all other aspects of our life. It feels like our society does not allow us to get all the rest we need or want. I have noticed life becoming increasingly busier, or at least it was for me. And with all the things that we need to get done in a day, if we need to cut somewhere so we can make more time for all the things that we've committed to, sleep seems to be the easiest place to take that time from. However, research has proven this is one of the most dangerous things we can do. When we cut down on our sleep, we increase our chances for error throughout the day. Errors in driving, working, or even simple tasks. And these perhaps quote-unquote little errors could lead into something way major, such as a serious accident or injury. It's safe to say most people think of the morning as the start of their day. A safe bet is you have somewhat of a fixed routine in your morning that hopefully helps set you up best for the day ahead. 
Perhaps you wake up, you work out, you eat a nutrient-dense breakfast, and practice other forms of self-care before walking out the door and into your day. Perhaps this is what you strive for, but it doesn't always go as planned. My routine in the morning looks a little something like this. I typically wake up around 5.30. I get in my 20-minute meditation session. I have a 30-minute workout session. I take the dog for a little walk. I make my nutrient-dense breakfast. I get ready for the world while barking orders from my bathroom at my boys to do the same. And then we try and rush out the door, usually about five to 15 minutes late every damn day. When the weekend comes, I swear, I am going to get my shit together and I'm gonna get to bed earlier so that I can wake up earlier so I can stop being late. That has yet to happen. Except now that I'm working from home, I am not late for anything. It's amazing. Growing up, I don't really recall a specific bedtime routine aside from brushing my teeth. I'm sure my parents tucked me in, but I most clearly remember putting myself to bed. And as I reminisce about this, it really amazes me that at such a young age, I was able to hear when my body was calling out for rest. One thing that I've done with my boys is given them a very consistent bedtime routine, which has allowed them to figure out that once they are in bed, they have to do what works for them to help them fall asleep. My oldest, he's a reader. He loves to read. He'll spend hours at night reading. So he's currently in the, for the third time around, the Harry Potter series. And my youngest, he loves to listen to music. It it just has this natural way of putting him to sleep. And he's currently listening to the Beatles. Being their parent and other parents out there, I'm sure you can relate to this but I can see it on their faces and in their behavior when they are tired. I try to call this out to them so they can make the correlation between how they're feeling or how they're acting to being tired, just as I did when they were younger and they were learning new emotions and other feelings, I would tell them, you're feeling sad, so that they can understand the sad feeling to how they could name it, right? They name their feelings. Same thing with full of joy or excitement, like, oh, you're so excited for Christmas tomorrow, or you're so excited for your birthday or to go on this vacation, so they can connect the feeling and the emotion to what's going on inside their physical body. I do the same thing with sleep. Up until about a few weeks ago, before we went into this COVID-19 quarantine, if I felt myself growing tired at the end of the day, I would just push those feelings aside and go to bed when my quote-unquote to-do list was done. And I quote-unquote the to-do list because honestly, is our to-do list ever really complete? I mean, not really. Even though I could hear what my body was asking for, I was not listening to it. Then I had this aha moment as I was thinking about this. What if... That is where my morning was going awry. So then this got me all thinking, what is happening at night that is not serving me in my morning routine? 
Then I had a wild and crazy thought. What if bedtime and sleep was the start of my day? I mean, technically, the new day does start at midnight while I'm sleeping, so why not? Without the proper rest, relaxation, and sleep, we are not truly ready for the next day, no matter how much we strictly follow our morning routine. We cannot meditate our way through lack of sleep or exercise enough to give us the right amount of energy to sustain us for the day ahead. If we are tired, we are tired, plain and simple, and that affects everything we do. Therefore, I have started and implemented a new bedtime routine for myself. It looks like this. I take a shower to rinse off the day, make my journal entry for the day, make some tea, and I crawl into bed with a book. It has been essential that I start this process no later than 9.30 p.m. to ensure I get the adequate amount of rest. So far, this has been working really well. However, there have been some nights where I've woken up in the middle of the night or I've tossed and turned quite a bit. These are clear signs that I need to do some reflection about a few things. If you are experiencing this too, start with asking, what did I eat? If I ate something processed with lots of chemicals, for example, possibly MSG, monosodium glutamate, that can keep me awake. Or ask yourself, how much did I eat? If we overeat, that can oftentimes cause heartburn, indigestion, or this uncomfortable feeling as we're trying to lay down, which of course then does not allow us to rest properly. If all that is in line and kosher, then ask, did I have any alcohol? It has been scientifically proven that alcohol affects our sleep cycles. This is especially true for me. If I have any alcohol, I mean any, it can be a four ounce tester from a brewery, it can be a sample drink of my husband's, it doesn't matter. I'm up usually around 3 a.m. for the day. And I feel like absolute garbage. One other thing to consider is what is going on with the moon? If the moon is full or is about to be full, it is guaranteed that we are going to feel the excess energy that is in the air. This is true for me as well. When the moon is full or is about to be full, I'm usually up super early or I toss and turn through the night. I'm not entirely sure why this happens aside from knowing that the fullness of the moon does create higher energy frequencies throughout our world, but I don't know the true reasons, like the scientifically proven reasons behind that. If any of you listeners out there do, please fill me in, enlighten me. I'd love to know. Now, if your answers to these three questions are in line and in tune with what makes your body feel good, then here is the most important question to ask. It's a big one. Where is my stress level? In order to explain the reasoning for stress affecting our natural rhythm of sleep, or better known as our circadian rhythm, it is important to understand a few things about the physical body. Our pineal gland, which is located in the center of our brain, 
creates chemicals, two specifically called melatonin and serotonin. These two chemicals together create our circadian rhythm and cycle. Melatonin allows our body to restore and regenerate. When there is less light that's coming into our eyes, so as the sun goes down, there is an increase in this chemical. This magical chemical works in a variety of ways to help our physical body. For example, it increases the REM sleep that we experience, that rapid eye movement. It can help slow the aging process and acts as an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, just to name a few of its benefits. Serotonin, on the other hand, is released as light starts to re-enter our eyes. So as the sun starts to rise, our serotonin levels go up. And it is responsible for waking us up in the morning, balancing our mood, assisting in digestion, as well as affecting our bone health. When we are experiencing high stress levels, our body goes into high alert. Our adrenals pump extra stress hormones into our body, which puts us into the flight or fight response. When we're living with high stress, that response lasts longer than is truly necessary. We're not typically in an actual threatening situation. So when we live this way, we can wreak havoc not only on our sleep, but in a wide range of other negative physical reactions. When our body is in the stress response, it is on high alert. So the natural production of melatonin is actually reduced. The lack of this essential hormone then causes our natural sleep pattern to be disturbed. Our body requires us to rest, rejuvenate, and restore. And when the outside world, this three-dimensional world or reality that we live in, creates various situations that can cause stress to the whole, and the whole system just gets funked up. Thus, not allowing our physical body to rest and heal. I've mentioned before, heal yourself, heal the world. Therefore, sleep is essential and just as important as the food we take in or the amount and type of exercise we get. This week's challenge, I want you to first just spend a little time reflecting or journaling if that helps you kind of get some thoughts down on paper about your relationship with sleep and rest. And then the true challenge is to create a simple bedtime routine that works for you. Try to steer clear of a routine that includes a screen of any kind for at least an hour before you go to bed. Because as I mentioned before, when that light comes in, that melatonin is going to decrease. And that melatonin is so needed because it is responsible for helping our bodies sufficiently rest for the day. So find a routine and pay note to how you feel in the morning. One thing I noticed is you have to give this a little bit of time. As I started my new bedtime routine, I didn't really notice much of a change until about five or six days in. So 
stay consistent, give it some time, be patient. And if throughout this week, if something doesn't work or you're finding you're not able to be consistent with it, then try something new. That's okay. Sometimes we have to fail forward. We have to find some of these things that do not work for us so that we can find what does work. So really just move through this with some grace and patience for yourself. I'd love to hear what bedtime routine you've started and how it's affecting your sleep and rest. Please share. You can reach out to me through email, Instagram, the Live Your Raw Life website, and now new the Live Your Raw Life Facebook page. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. Thank you for your time, energy, and presence. I am so very grateful for each and every one of you and your motivation to improve your quality of life. Heal yourself, heal the world. It's always an adventure. Adventure awaits. If something in this episode resonated with you, please rate and subscribe the show. I will be back with you next week, Thursday, for the fourth part of this five-part series. We will see you next week. Thank you.